Hey friend, I know this time of year can be pretty stressful. The kids are going back to school, we're starting to build new routines, we're having to get organized. And when you combine that level of stress with the wonder that is brain fog, courtesy of perimenopause, it can be pretty stressful. So today I'm gonna be talking about how you can beat brain fog and get organized in two simple steps. And this is part one of a two part series of how we're gonna help ourselves to quit forgetting things, to reduce stress, and get our kids to school on time and to be more productive. So go and grab a pen and paper. You're gonna need it for today's episode. And remember to subscribe and come back for part two next week. Hey friend, welcome to Rest, Fuel, Move. I'm your host, SJ. I'm an outspoken Christian women's health advocate, productivity guru, daughter of the king, and a 40-something mum to a sassy, independent daughter. I'm here to arm you with the knowledge you need to better understand your body and mind so that you can live a life free of diets, fitness fads and comparison. If you are ready to finally lose weight sustainably, to learn how to consistently make the best choices for your health, follow a simple eating plan and finally enjoy your exercise routine, all while keeping God at the centre of it all, then this is the podcast for you. Friend, grab your Bible, fill up your water bottle, and lace up their shoes. It's time to get fit. One of the most frustrating things I have found about perimenopause has been brain fog. Because I went from being a woman who can operate at a really high level, under stress, under pressure, juggle lots and lots of different things at the same time, to literally forgetting everything. And it just felt like my brain was, brain fog is the word. It's like this sort of mist fogginess. And you're just like, why is my brain not working? What is wrong with me? And at this time of year, when the kids are going back to school and you're starting to have to remember things for school, new routines, new after-school activities, it can all start to feel really, really overwhelming. And the two together can be a really, really stressful process. So today, what I wanna do is try and help you to alleviate some of that. And this is a part one of a two-part series. And today we're gonna be talking about how you can alleviate that brain fog when it comes to things that you are doing for yourself. And next week, I'm gonna be talking you through some of the systems that I use in my household to help me to get my family organized, basically. So today, ultimately, what we're doing is we're gonna be putting on your gas mask first, sorting you out first and then we're going to be making sure because I know you're running that ship at home we're then going to be bringing in everybody else into the household and how we can reduce the stress and this like mental load that we have which is really really challenging to cope with when we have brain fog which is a really common symptom of perimenopause. Now, before we get started on the systems that I'm gonna talk you through, I wanna talk about what is brain fog because it's really, really common, more common than we realize. And it's, again, one of the wonderful things that we don't talk about because we don't wanna look weak in front of other people. And I really noticed this when it came to 
managing all of the events that my daughter Chloe has going on at school and I will just add a caveat like Chloe's school is lovely it's beautiful her head teacher is absolutely wonderful in so many ways but she is like the most disorganized person and she will literally send like three or four emails out a day which just drives me absolutely potty and it's just like that combined with the fact that I'm trying to remember a million other things and trying to like I work in quite a like not like stressful but a a job that requires a lot of my mental capacity when I'm doing it and I do that 25 hours a week it's a lot and when you are doing all of that not only is it stressful but if you're also battling against this brain fog it can be massively challenging and you can really really doubt yourself and there are so many instances of women who are going through perimenopause who actually quit their job because they feel like they can't cope and they feel that there's something wrong with them and if that's you I'm here to tell you my friend it really isn't you and as always the caveat that comes with this podcast is always if you are struggling with this you need to go and talk to somebody you need to go and get some help and that might be going to your doctor and having a conversation about like hormone replacement it might be perhaps getting yourself like a coach maybe you're running your own business maybe you're at work and perhaps maybe you want to get yourself a coach who can help you to get organized to help you to put strategies and systems like this one in place to help you along the way and one of the things that I am going to drop in here as well before we dig into what brain fog is is I really want to encourage you to come and join my last 90 day health and fitness challenge because this challenge is not only about like setting yourself a health and fitness goal and it doesn't have to be weight loss but it's also about figuring out how you can organize yourself so that you can find the time that you need to make space for the things that you've got to do to reach the goal that you have and that is such a huge part of the health and fitness journey and that is why in this last 90 day health and fitness challenge not only do you get like the accountability the support the weekly zoom calls the group voxer chats the facebook groups like all of that kind of thing but you are also going to get a hard copy sent to you in the post wherever you are in the world of my 90 day health and fitness planner and in that planner it's going to give you the space that you need to write down your schedule to do your meal planning to organize your workouts to track your sleep to track your water and it's all going to be in one place and that is definitely something that will help you if you're struggling with brain fog if you're struggling to figure out like what day it is half the time and where you need to be and what you need to be doing that planner and the group accountability and support that you're going to get through this last 90 day program is going to set you on the right track to achieve success and to help you feel less overwhelmed and less stressed by this whole brain fog wonder that it is so let's dig into what brain fog is now as I said it is really really common for women to experience brain fog during perimenopause and this is all down to the hormone fluctuations and key is the decline in estrogen 
And we know estrogen is a really key hormone that plays so much of an important role in our bodies, not just physically, but mentally. And it plays a huge role in our cognitive function. So it can, like declines in estrogen can lead to lapses in memory, difficulty concentrating and just overall like issues around mental clarity and if you're sat there going "Mm -hmm, yeah that sounds like me you need to be listening to this episode so these hormonal changes can also impact your sleep patterns we know because it could be that you're getting disrupted sleep it can impact your mood your overall well-being which can then add to this like they can all contribute to this whole kind of bigger issue of brain fog now if you're getting things like hot flashes at night and night sweats those are going to be disrupting your your sleep and when your sleep is disruptive the knock-on effect of that is it's going to make your cognitive ability more challenged because you're tired so it's common it's normal obviously it's not permanent But there are so many things that you can do. All of the things that we talk about on this podcast can help lifestyle changes, as well as having a conversation with your doctor potentially around hormone therapy. And then also there's a lot of different types of sort of like memory exercises and things that you can do that can help your brain to adapt to this changing level of hormones. Now I'm going to talk about the systems that I use that help me to overcome this but I am going to say one of the biggest things that I have done that has really helped me within this process is actually starting hormone therapy and it really was like such a game changer. I was one of those fortunate people and I know that this doesn't happen to everybody that pretty much within a couple of days of starting using the patches that I have like that brain fog lifted and I really started to feel like I was able to concentrate better I was able to like use all of these systems that I have in place which supported me but everything just felt so much easier so give all of this a try but what you might find is that you do need some additional support in in hormone therapy if you are able to use it if that's the right option for you it's definitely something to have a conversation about Now, all of this being said, one thing I am going to add into the mix here, which is quite personal, it's not something that I have spoken to many people about, but I always feel so much easier talking about these things to you, is I am going through the process at the moment of having a diagnosis for ADHD. And I am pretty sure that I am ADHD I have been doing a lot of research into it I know a lot of women and coaches that work in the field I have had some coaching by ADHD coaches and I've just put off like having an official diagnosis so I will add that I am sort of contending with the challenges of that as well as the challenges that come with perimenopause and what I've been realizing over time is that I have built these huge like systems and processes and routines that have been there to support me with the fact that I have been living with ADHD like many women in 
like my age group have that have gone through life without being diagnosed. So I have literally sort of over and over again overcompensated and put myself in a state where I am super organized to kind of like make sure that I am not forgetting things, I'm staying on top of things and those systems are some of the things that I'm like I'm going to talk about some of those systems that I have with you so what I'm really saying is that this stuff does work and I have realized not only am I challenged by my perimenopause symptoms but also the fact that my brain works really differently now if you think that you potentially might be somebody who is struggling with ADHD I would really like to signpost you to my friend Patricia Sung's podcast and her podcast is called Motherhood in ADHD. She's been a guest on this podcast about two years ago so I will link that episode in the show notes. It's really really worth listening to and definitely worth um, checking out if you feel that you might be somebody who is also undiagnosed ADHD or if you know that you have ADHD go and check out her podcast anyway because she's amazing okay so all of that being said let's talk about getting yourself sorted putting on your own oxygen mask first because if you're not in a great place and you haven't sorted things out for yourself you can't deal with everybody else and side note if you hear a noise in my background this is my dogs like shuffling around my kitchen (laughs) okay so first of all I want to talk about my hybrid diary approach so I use two things to manage my time and one of those is google calendar on my phone and on my computer and then also I have a hard like paper planner which I also use and I combine the two and work through the two so first of all let me tell you how I use my google calendar so my google calendar and I like google more so than like the calendar that I get just sort of as part of my iPhone is because it is really, really easy to use Google and you can link your Google calendar to like if you have an iPhone and your other half has an Android and you know that kind of thing, it just makes it really, really easy. I also like Google as well because you can put in the addresses of places and it I just find it incredibly user-friendly. So I use my Google Calendar for appointments and meetings, places that I need to physically be. And we're not talking about our kids right now. What I'm talking about is putting in appointments that are about you and things and places that you need to be doing like going to the dentist, um, plugging in like your workout time, your trip to the gym, your catch up with your friends, like all of those kind of things. And one of the things I really love about Google Calendar as well is that you can put and plug in the address of where you need to be as well as the time. And I find that so helpful. And let me give you like a real life example. You know, when you go to the dentist and you make an appointment and you write down the time of your appointment you can also plug in 
the location of your dentist. So you can then also work out like how long it's gonna take you. You can set reminders to make sure that you get there on time. You can set, you can set like in Google, you can set so many reminders in the run up to appointments and meetings and things like that. And that can be super helpful if you need to make sure that you are taking things with you as well to meetings and appointments. Now, in my business, which is this podcast, and also in my part-time job, I also use the Google Workspace as well. So what I do is I put my two calendars together on my phone, and it's super easy to do with Google. So I have like my work calendar and my home calendar and my business calendar all together in one place. So I can also then use all the different color coding to make sure that I know where I'm going, know what I'm doing, and also I can differentiate quite easily between work and home. And the other great thing about the Google Calendar as well, when you're allocating colors to certain like activities, it gives you a really quick sort of overview look of your week of, am I actually spending too much time working? Have I put my workouts in, for example? Am I doing enough like self-care? Am I resting enough? Am I sleeping enough? Like all of those kind of things. And when I say like putting in sleep, you could and you might want to actually put in like and set yourself times for when you want to go to bed to remind you to put your phone down and go and start your nighttime routine, which I spoke about in an episode previous to this. So that is my Google Calendar. Then I also have a physical planner. And this is why the re- one of the reasons why I have included a hardback copy of the planner for you as part of my 90 day health and fitness challenge. Because within that planner, you have got a week to view horizontal spread where you can do what I do with my planner, the same planner, is you can time block across that week. So you can shade in the time when you should be sleeping, you can shade in the time when you should be working, you can shade in time for your workouts and again, similar to what I just said about the Google Calendar, but very, very much so by going through this process, is you can see really clearly across your week where your time is going. You can see whether you are spending too much time like working, but you might not be able to control the actual hours that you're working. Um, You can see if you're getting enough sleep. You can see where are the pockets of time for you to do your exercise. Where are you you know, like spending time with your husband, with your children, like all of those sorts of things. It's a very visual process and it's incredibly powerful because if you sit down once a week, which is why we have weekly Zoom calls as part of the 90 day health and fitness program, and you're gonna spend some time on those calls actually planning where things are gonna go in your week. And that is why I've included that weekly planner as part of this health and fitness program because it's really gonna help you to know where your time is going and to really, really visually see where that time is going. Now, in the past, I did have sort of like a day to view, 
but I've actually found that that's probably overcomplicating things now and I just quite like a horizontal week to view spread with some times that you can put in yourself and just you like get your highlighters out I have got some gorgeous like pastel highlighters that I bought and you can just kind of really have some fun with that can't you and as I mentioned in the zoom calls as part of the 90 day health and fitness challenge that we're going to go through together we're going to sit on that zoom call you're going to have some time for planning. So you might want to do some meal planning. You might want to plan your workouts. You might want to look at your gym timetable and figure out what exercise classes you want to do and when. You can ask me questions about planning. Um, You could plan in like and think about like your nighttime routine, your sleep routine. But ultimately, like we're going to spend some time in that Zoom call doing some planning together and we're going to hold each other accountable to that planning and we're going to physically sit down and do it. So it's kind of like, you know, like having somebody sort of really make sure that you are proactive about taking control of what your week is going to look like in the next week. And that is how you achieve success, isn't it? And it's also going to take that pressure and that stress and it's going to help reduce the brain fog because you're going to have a really clear plan in your planner of what it is that you're going to be doing. Okay so that is the sort of planning organization side of things. Now I don't know about you but one of the biggest challenges that I find when it has come to brain fog is the putting down of things and losing things and this is definitely something that I have on reflection like really struggled with for most of my life. I remember when I went on a school camping trip I was constantly losing my hairbrush and I would get like really really stressed out because I couldn't find my hairbrush I would be like getting all of my friends to like empty out their bags and clear out the tent just to find my hairbrush. And we were doing that maybe like two or three times a day. I am a nightmare for it. So I have taught myself to put things in certain places. And in the next episode, I'm gonna dig into this a lot more when it comes to like organizing my family in particular my daughter because I have a really good like system for this that you can use with your children but when it comes to you one of the things I should suggest that you do is really start to build in places for key things and I call this building a walkthrough journey so just now as you're listening to me And just take a few moments to think about what happens when you get into your home. Because I was finding my biggest challenge and it was my keys. I was like putting my keys down or putting them in my bag or, you know, leaving them in a coat pocket or something like that. And then I was putting so much stress on myself because I didn't know where my keys are. So think about your walkthrough journey. And what I would encourage you to do is to have really set clear places for things like things that you use all the time, things that you need all the time. So I'm talking like your keys, your phone, 
your purse, maybe like your handbag, because perhaps you might want to put your keys, your purse and everything in your bag. And just really think about like when you come home and you walk through the door, like what is your usual journey into your home? What do you normally do when you walk through the door? Like where are things? What are you doing? Where are you putting things? And start to build like locations that are the homes for those key items. So it could be, you know, having a key hook. It could be having a particular shelf where you know that you put your phone down and your phone is always in that place. It could be that you have a set spot in your house or a hook or something for your handbag. But I really encourage you to think about it strategically, not just from like an aesthetically, oh yeah, that would be a really nice place for me to hang my keys or, you know, that would be a really nice spot for my handbag. Really think about from a functional perspective, like where would be a good location for you to put that and build that into it, into your routine. Now, in my house, it's my walkthrough journey does vary depending on the activity that I've been doing. So for example, if I have been on a dog walk, I will go through like the back door through our utility space to go in and out with the dogs. But if I am going out to take Chloe to school or I'm going out like on my own, then I will go through the front door. So what I have done is I have strategically placed the things that I need depending on the like activity that I'm going to be doing. So when it comes to like the dog walk, I always take the dogs out the back door. So all of their leads, which I need, and I have like this little like dog walking bag that has dog treats and poo bags and all of that kind of thing. And my dog walking coat is hung in a strategic place by the back door. So I know when I'm going to take my dogs out and particularly like with a new puppy, like I need all of that stuff. When I'm gonna take them out, I know where my coat is, I know where my dog walking bag is and I know where my dog walking shoes are. And all of those things are in one place. So when I go out, I can pick them up easily. And when I come back, I put them in the same place so that I know that that is where they always are. And I have the same process for the things that I need when I am going out the front door. So if I'm going out the front door, I actually have a different key, which is gonna like be my car key, and that's in a different place. And I also have a shelf for my phone. I have my like, what I call like nice coats, by that door rather than at the back door because I'm not gonna wear those coats to walk my dog. So I'm putting things in particular places so I know where they are. And that is just such a help when you are struggling with brain fog and you're trying to get your kids out the door to get them to school or you're rushing out the door because you need to go to work, you wanna be able to grab things quickly. And that is why this walkthrough journey is so important. And I really encourage you just to take some time to plan it, to be quite strategic about it and really think about what you need and what you're doing. And in the next episode, I'm gonna talk 
about the system that I have that incorporates this for everybody in my household. So it is a system that I have for myself, but also for my daughter, Chloe, and then also for Tim as well. And I'm going to share like a bit more detail of how I have worked this for everybody in the home so that everybody else also knows where their stuff is. (laughs) So they are not asking me where things are because I have now taught them to leave their things, their important things in key places so they know where it is. And that is also gonna take the pressure off you as well. So I really hope that you can see from this episode that when it comes to health and fitness, planning really is key. Like we need to have our stuff (laughs) together to be able to make the time that we need for the health and fitness goals that we have, which is why planning is such a crucial part of my last 90 day health and fitness challenge. And I really want to encourage you to come and join me for 90 days starting on the 2nd of October to focus on your health and fitness. You're going to set your own goal for the 90 days and it might be weight loss, it might be muscle gain, it might be about improving energy or getting in more steps. And then over the 90 days, we're going to dig into the three health fundamentals I talk about on this podcast all the time of rest, fuel, move. So that by the end of those 90 days, you're going to feel energized Perhaps you've lost some weight if that's your goal and you are ready and raring to take on 2024. We're gonna meet weekly on Zoom for coaching, accountability, for planning, Q&A sessions. We're gonna have a group Voxer chat so that you can check in with the other ladies that are going through this journey with you and you can ask me any questions. And there's gonna be a Facebook group, of course, as well. As you're listening to this, you might think that the 2nd of October feels a really, really long way away, but my friend, it isn't. And I really encourage you to get yourself signed up and registered to start right now, because it's going to give you some time to get organized, to get things in place, to, you know, have a bit of a cupboard clear out, to, you know, start maybe going shopping for a new pair of trainers. And it's also going to mean that you're going to get your hands on that hardback copy of my planner as soon as possible and that's going to set you off to a great start and that planner really is going to be key to your progress and also your success because you're going to be using that to plan your week to track your progress to track your workouts to track your water your sleep and do all of your meal planning this is going to be like the go-to book for those 90 days and it's going to be your best friend so i really encourage you to click the link get yourself signed up get yourself registered and then i can get that planner in the post to you today so that you are all set and ready to go this is super important if you are outside of the uk because obviously it's going to take me a little while longer to get that planner to you so i really encourage you to take action If you are outside the UK, which I know so many of you are, I really encourage you to get yourself registered today because obviously that planner is gonna take a little bit longer to reach you and I want to make sure that you have it in your hands ready to get started. 
I really am so excited for this challenge. It's going to be amazing fun. I'm looking forward to spending some time with you, to learning together, to growing together. It's going to be a real pleasure coming together as a community of women and really just think what you could achieve in those 90 days. Okay, my friend, go and get registered. I really am looking forward to seeing you on the Zoom course. Have an amazing day, have an amazing week. And of course, if you do have any questions, please drop me an email or send me a DM over on Instagram. I've linked all of that in the show notes for you. I look forward to catching up with you for part two, where we're gonna be talking about how you can beat brain fog and also get your family organized. Have an amazing week. I'm thinking of you, I'm praying for you, and I will catch you in the next episode.